Do you guys know what song I have stuck in my head? The one um, from Hannah Montana, like, Sometimes I walk a little faster in the school hallway just to get next to you. Sometimes I look, I think a little, na 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 just to get next to na 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 inside walking away. I'm not usual, not so typical way to na 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 na. That's my shit. I hit that. All right, let's get it going. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to our Sunday series live from NYCE. Um, yeah, I hope you all had an an amazing week. Um, let me know how it went at our Sunday series on Instagram. Uh, directly to our inbox uh, or just like in comments like I go through everything so just let me know how your week has gone so far it's Sunday today it's a little gloomy outside but you know we move it's fine I have a yoga class later um, and I'm forcing myself to go outside because in the great words of the most iconic band (laughs) Uh, of my personal last two years. The only apparatus required for happiness is your pain and fucking going outside. So I'm going to fucking going outside. I'm going to fucking go outside while I try to ignore the fact that my pseudo husband has not texted me to hang out today, which I'll give him reprieve because he's going to be traveling all week. But like, what the fuck? It's like, what? (laughs) I want to say, I, I don't know. I want consistency. But I'm, I've come to the place where I stop forcing consistency from people who clearly have no intention of giving it. And I'll take it on credit from God that it's coming. <laughs> and when it comes properly, I'll know. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Okay, so this is what it's supposed to be like. But until then, we move, we work, we do what we do. I talk to you guys. I will always talk to you guys, even when that consistent fella shows up. Um, Yeah. My name is Fadzo, and I'm your hostess with the mostess, as per usual. Today, we're going to be talking about a few things. So I went to, like, an event on Monday. It was all about, like, advocating for yourself, um... And why the fuck it's so hard, especially for hashtag us nice girls. Um, It was usually not into that like self-help bullshit because it's like borderline. Why don't you pick up a Bible or something and you could get the same sort of info. Um, But also this specific talk was a little different just because I got like one nugget of information that I was like, okay, it was worth it that I came. And right now I'm looking at a plant that is dying in front of me. Lord, be a protection over this little baby. I have no idea what to do. Okay, anyway, so we're going to be talking about that, advocating for yourself and why the fuck it's so hard. Um, My favorite topic, weather in New York. (laughs) And um, I wrote this piece about love. I know, shocker. And I'd like to talk about it, like, seriously, and, like, get input from, like, other sources about what love is, falling in love, all that good shit. Um, And then obviously our piece for today is that piece that I wrote called Common Side Effects. Okay, awesome. 
Okay, so advocating for yourself and why the fuck it's so hard. So again, I went to this talk on Monday um, and it was all about like advocating for yourself and the five C's um, and these double, triple D's. Am I right? No, but it was all about the five C's um, and it was like pretty okay. The usual like female empowerment gamut and um But there were some notable things that, like, I feel like we could all implement in our lives, right? So I'm, like, super avoidant personality-wise, or maybe I should say humble. I I don't know what that, like, I don't know if those two words are even on the same spectrum. Um, Hello, also, I'm watching a woman. Oh, baby's cold. Okay, so, like, She's with her son, I guess, and she's holding groceries and like the kid is standing by the wall and he was wearing a sweater and I guess he got cold. So she took his parka out of her backpack and now she's zipping him up and little bitch boy is just sitting there while everything is done for him. He better grow up and know his mama is that bitch. Like you probably left the store saying, I don't want to wear a jacket and now you're freezing cold. Back on your scooter you go. That's so cute. I want kids so bad, you guys. I am so excited to be a mom. I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah, I want it all, but I also want kids while doing it. Oh. Okay. Anyway, back to the five suck my dicks. Sorry, the five C's. Um, Yeah. So... Again, I feel like I'm super avoidant, kind of humble. I just, I keep everything super low key because for me, anything I've accomplished or pseudo accomplished or anything that's like, people look at me and they're like, oh, wow, that's incredible. I don't attribute it to myself because I know myself. I'm really kind of just, yeah, I am what I am. (laughs) If you know me personally, (laughs) not that I'm like underwhelming in person. But, like, I'm actually kind of a lot. But, like, in terms of, like, I'm not a loud personality. I won't fucking, like, be like, I did this. I accomplished that. I did this. Which I just attribute to, like, there's a time and place for that. Like, if we're out here talking about that stuff, like, I'm going to draw on the experience. But I'm not going to say, like, oh, I won a Pulitzer. I'm going to be like, oh, I, like, wrote this thing. It received recognition. (laughs) Not going to say, I want to pull. You feel me? I don't know what that is. God bless me. Please, yeah. Pray for me, ladies and gents. Anyway, um, yeah. So it was all about advocating yourself, advocating for yourself. Um, And for me, it's like the most important part of everything. It's just that like God's favor has rested over me my entire life and over my entire family my entire life. Um. So for me, I attribute it completely to that. Yeah, you can have tactics to like improve yourself, make yourself a better speaker. I'm not against those kinds of things. It's really important. Um, But when it comes down to it, you need to know like where that source is, like what fuels you to even do this self-development and what like fuels you to be cognizant of uh, how you present yourself, the way you speak, um, steepling them hands get me anyway so one of the most notable things that she said really was that um, some of you here are looking for permission to advocate 
Your voice is your permission. If you don't say it, no one will. And so her whole thing, she was a lawyer, her whole thing is like advocating for yourself. Life is a courtroom. You have to advocate for yourself to win. The world is full of wins. You get those wins. You compound those wins by advocating for yourself as best you can. And advocating for yourself extends to advocating for your work and the work of your hands that's important to you and things like that. So, um, yeah, and I really felt that, like, some of you are looking for permission to advocate. Like, even with what I just said, like, I feel like I'm waiting for the right situation to advocate. It goes against my own personality, and that could be a detriment. It's most definitely to me right now a strength. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. So some of you come here looking for permission to advocate is what she said. Um, and your voice is your permission. Like, how powerful is that? I feel like so many of us are waiting to get that verbal go-ahead um, instead of going out and getting, like, what the fuck is ours. And I guess that's a little different from bragging on yourself. Let's say you're Serena Williams. You're the greatest, greatest that, that has ever done it. Men, women, children look up to you and your dedication to your craft, like, that's her voice. Her tennis practice is her voice. So, like, I started thinking about, like, what my voice is and, like, why I'm so hesitant to consistently put out writing or consistently put out, like, really anything just because it's like, oh, people aren't going to hear it. But, like, there's no point. Like, that's not the point. You build up credibility by doing so that when the time comes and someone's like, oh, you're a writer, you say, here's the proof. Like, I'm a writer kind of thing. Um, yeah, she also said it'll be like really hard to build credibility with others when you don't have credibility with yourself, which is another huge thing. And credibility with yourself is basically accountability. So I was talking earlier about like going to yoga so that I could like fucking get out of the house. <laughs> if you're like, if you say you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. to work out every day, wake up at 6 a.m. and work out, be credible to yourself. Um, otherwise you won't know how to use that muscle when it comes to other people or worse yet, you'll be so good at being credible, um, and accountable with others that when it comes to you, um, and your craft and everything that you're not credible and you're like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. Like, I'm such a good person. Like, why is it so hard for me to do this for myself? Because you haven't built the muscle up. You feel me? So keep your promises to yourself. Um, and if you want to peep her or learn more about her, her website is heatherhansenpresents.com. Uh, she was a super engaging speaker, boss woman, like just, yeah, she was amazing and relatable. She kind of dissed Renee Brown though. So it's like, mm -hmm, girl, that's Oprah's girl. That's my girl. Like calm down. Um, so it's Heather, H-E-A-T-H-E-R. Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, presents.com. Yeah, and you can, like, see all of her stuff. She has, like, super dope podcasts. Um, she may have a talk on YouTube. I don't know. I didn't check because, again, I'm not into self-help shit as much as I used to be. Um, but you should check it out. It was interesting. It was worth my Londoning. And so on to my favorite topic, weather in New York. Yeah. Okay, every morning I freaking wake up and I'm confused as to why it's cold. 
I literally wake up every day and I ask my Google Home, like, what the weather is. Like, what weather is it, sis? Um, what is it going to be? And she tells me some temperature, some, like, feels like temperature. And I reevaluate my entire life because it's cold. And I'm always surprised that it's cold. And I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, I hope you're all surviving winter or thriving through winter, you birds, however you want to, like, phrase that. It's almost over, babies. We just have February and most of March. And, girl, it's a go. Like, (laughs) we're out this bitch. It's going to be spring. Dresses are going to be out. Ass cheeks are going to be jumping. You know the deal. You know the vibes. Like, all right. So, the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Also, sorry, mom, if you're listening. I truly am still the perfect angel that you raised. Uh, the language is just a form of expression. Do you feel me? It's not like my aunts and uncles can hear this, though. They'd literally just be blown out. Like, they'd just be eyes open, like, what is going on? Like, first, they'd be annoyed with the accent. And then, yeah, I don't know about all of you guys, but, like... <laughs> I have two accents. I have my accent at home, and then I have my accent, like, in the world. It's really annoying. Because when I'm on the continent of Africa in any part, like, I can turn off the accent in the world very simply and very easily because people understand what I'm saying, kind of. I don't know. I learned this in kindergarten. I think it's a coping mechanism. I didn't want to be seen as different. So I, like, changed how I talked. I, like, mimicked those around me. But the second I get home or, like, around my brothers or around family, like, it all changes. Any whoozle. Okay, I wrote this piece about what love is. Shocker. I know. And I'd like to talk about it, like, really 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 seriously like you guys like I'd really like to talk about it because I've come to the conclusion that like loving someone isn't this big like grandiose epic act uh per se though the entire story could be epic also side note I don't know if I've shared this but like I finished the vampire diaries maybe sometime in college maybe sophomore year um like all of it and I was like, fuck, I want an epic love story. Well, fast forward two, three years. Girl, you got it. This shit ain't fun. It's not like you thought. It's not a movie. It doesn't end in 45 minutes and six seasons. Like, this shit just continues. So enjoy your ask. Um, I'm joking. It's a gift. I'm not ignorant of that. (laughs) But it's not this... Love is not this grandiose act. Um, It's something that's kind of already happened And one day you decide that for one reason or another, you want to be a part of the sauce. Like you want to be a part of that person's sauce. Like you want to be all up in the sauce all the time. Um, And I honestly think that it happens like all in a moment. Like that's my honest belief. Like it happens like this. Or maybe your cognition happens like this. And When you realize it, I'm really snapping my fingers, but when you realize it, it's just your mind finally being able to wrap up what's happening in your heart. No, but legit. And one day you get to be included. Um, And what the rest, what your mind has, what your heart has been thinking, your mind gets to be included. Um, So 
obviously, before we read the piece for today that basically sums us all up, um, I went to Reddit, the best place on the internet, basically Mecca, forgive me, for using such a holy place uh, to certain people so loosely, but you know what I mean. It's an amazing place. It's like Whole Foods. Um, to see what the fuck was up and what other people's love stories were and what they were thinking about love and, like, this idea of being part of someone or something. Um, And I wanted to, like, see if people did actually wake up one day and they're like, what the fuck? They're like, holy shit, like, I'm in love. And so this, this is a collection of all of those things. So MCW0027 says, I can't say there was an exact moment. I guess the thing that most made it click in my head is that I started picturing our future together. And then all of a sudden, to me, I couldn't picture a future alone. Every wish has a small part of him in it, one way or another, and I feel so happy about it. It feels peaceful which is interesting because now I'm trying to like mentally think for myself like I already know it's absolute that we're like (laughs) going to be in each other's lives like I don't see our lives without each other currently though this could change but I really don't like he just I see all of the places he fits with the vision I was given when I was a kid like it's very weird um yeah and then Cat Duo Denim, Denim with a U, said, My favorite love quote is from The Perilous Guard by Mary Pope. I thought it was Mary Poppins. I was like, Mary Poppins was a writer. Says what? And then I was like, No, that's not, that's not, that's not how it goes, sis. Calm down. <clears throat> but she said, I never thought of it like that. Mary Pope says this. I never thought of it like that. I always thought of you as a part of me. Like my own eyes or my own hands. You don't go around thinking, I love my eyes, I love my hands, do you? But think what it could be like to live without your eyes or your hands. To be mad or to be blind. I can't talk about it, it's how I feel. Mm, it's kind of uneventful on second guess, glance. What do you guys think of it? I don't know. It's kind of... Yeah, they become a part of you. Like, I don't know. Like, I've personally come to the place where I've realized that I'm never going to stop missing him, even though he lives 20 minutes away from me. Like, I'm just never going to stop missing him. Like, the sooner I get used to that as a fact that I will miss him when we're not together, like, is just the sooner I stop fighting the sauce. The sauce is the sauce will always be the sauce. Like, don't fight it. Especially when it comes to love. And this one is from badass underscore panda. Um, I thought I was in love a lot growing up. I'd feel in love with people after talking to them for a day. I fell in love with everybody. I loved every girl I met and half the boys. We stan a bisexual quink. Um, But as I got older and got hurt and hurt people, I realized that love isn't that tingly feeling 
or acting like an idiot or wanting to be around someone all the time. Love is a quiet trust. It is affection built out of familiarity. Love is really, really, really knowing someone and wanting a life that has them in it. Not because of what they can do, but because of what they are. Snaps for that one. That one was the tits, Loki. Um, and then this is from Rumble272. Uh, for me, it was a quiet inner peace, a feeling that life would be life with her and something far more insignificant without. How beautiful is that? Just my two cents after nine years. Life would be life with her and something far more insignificant without. Do you see how beautiful that is? Like, you can choose to, like, that's why you fuck boys fucking bother me, especially the ones that actually are in love. Not naming any names, but we know the name. <laughs> like, life, let's just use me for an example because I'm here, you're there. Use yourself as an example wherever you're listening to this. Like, life without her, life would be life with her. Right? Like, if someone is alive and they're there and they love you, I just have no conception in my head of why you wouldn't like cherish that person while they're there. Even if it's like for your entire lives you're together, do you know how rare it is to find someone who like clicks with you? almost perfect like it's in, like it's incredibly rare i don't have any understanding for people who don't see the importance and value love do you know what i mean it's like what like this is this is the stuff this is this is what has, this is what created this world this is what puts us together this is what forces us to like create this is what creates around us do you not understand this is where the greatest art is born out of and I'm not just talking about romantic love I'm talking about all love if you don't honor your relationships with your parents with your friends with your colleagues with whoever you can look at in your life and say you love this person or there is love between you if you cannot honor your relationship with yourself y'all lost me You've taken me and you fucking lost me. Anyway, so naturally, I had to see if there was like a difference between men and women, right? Because we all know the former are idiots. The latter are very advanced beings. I know because I am one. Anyway, because we're thorough as fuck out here, These this is one quote from um, that little search. And it's from PVC Duct Tape. Love to see it. And this, get your tissues ready because this is going to send you, honey. It'll send you. Okay? So, <clears throat> we were eating breakfast at the diner by my apartment. Start over. Let's start over. Oh, this is a subtle plug for Adam Ray Okay on TikTok. If you guys aren't watching that fucking account, you should watch that space, my babies. Like... It's hilarious. He's hilarious. She's hilarious. I don't know his pronouns, her pronouns, their pronouns, but shit is hilarious. Um, so the quote says, the submission. Um, 
We were eating breakfast at the diner by my apartment, which was the location for our first date. And as we were eating, I looked up and I realized I wanted to eat breakfast with her as many times as I could. I told her a few weeks later, one night, while we were laying in bed, and well, we all know where that goes, got engaged last August and currently planning a wedding that will hopefully consist of breakfast foods and local made potato donuts instead of cake. This one legitimately almost made me cry. I don't know if it was PMS, um... But it really do be like that. I want to have breakfast with this person as much as I can. Like, put yourself in those shoes. You're at, I don't know if you go to diners. You're at a diner. You're at Chick-fil-A. You're at Butcher's Daughter. You're at Jack's Wife Frida. You're somewhere, right? You're at San Ambrose. I don't get why people like that place. It's very boring Italian food. But, um... (laughs) like you're sitting across from this person that you're with, you're having breakfast or you're having brunch and you're just like, holy shit, like I want to have brunch with this person as many times as I can. Like that's another instance of like your soul communicating a message to your mind. Like for some reason, I feel like there's such a shield in between those two realms of who you are and the expression of yourself like your heart I hate using heart to like describe a soul but whatever your heart and your mind right and the strongest like expressions penetrate that wall hey penetration sorry but the strongest expressions penetrate that wall and it reach your mind and you're able to fucking um comprehend what your heart is thinking like know that when that happens that it's legit shit like whenever an expression is strong enough to like boom get right through and you understand it like pay attention to that I don't know what else to tell you all I hope you pay attention to it so based on those responses I'm not totally off base with this like one day you just wake up and you decide or suddenly become aware like what do you guys think thoughts on this because I could honestly get a PhD on just this I don't know okay today's piece is called drum roll please common side effects I told you the title I don't know why I needed a drum roll I wanted one because it's life and this is real even when it feels like it isn't be a goddamn liar to say at times I didn't miss it so deuces as I turn my back just before the distance. Dip my feet in every once in a while just to say I visit. Hey, sounds of the city on Capitol Hill where I questioned if what I'm feeling here is real. Cowboy boots doing lines at the bar where the time goes slow when you're drinking PBR. Hey, sounds of the... That's uh, Cowboy Boots by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Hold on to what you were. Forget what you're not. The streets were ours that summer. At least those two blogs. Reminisce on those days. I guess it's okay. You wonder why. Some grow up, close the chapter, move on, live separate lives. 
the 20 something confusion of the suit and tie. Strangers turned to mistakes, but those mistakes made you feel alive. Hindsight is vibrant, reality is rarely lit. Posted with collage glue that barely sticks. Reminiscing on those days. Dude, that's such a good song. That whole album, The Heist, literally should have won like Grammys, fucking should have courses on it. It is a lyrical work of art, exploring addiction, renewal. Like, oh, it's crazy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> common side effects. <clears throat> so there's this song by Ed Sheeran called Fall. And it's kind of an earlier one of his. And I was listening to it while I was, um, yo, that woman looks fabulous. Hold on. I want to make sure this fit is actually on lock. Guys, I have like a huge window outside of the door I record on. So like I always people watch from my desk. She do be looking cold though. And what's the weather today? I wonder where she's going. 42. <clears throat> Once it feels like temps. Holy fuck, it feels like 38. Girl, I know you cold. It's fine. We all do a lot of things for fashion. Some will get it, some won't. Anyway, Ed has this song called Fall. And it has like a live version on Spotify, which y'all should all listen to. It's very wonderful. Very beautiful. Anyway, one of the lines that got me was, You and I, learning to speak with... Kisses on cheeks. Amazing, right? <laughs> okay, anyway. So, yeah, this is called Common Side Effects. I am sitting here. Not to give out my government location or anything. <laughs> I'm sitting here in an overpriced co-working space for women. And I'm listening to Ed Sheeran croon. You and I are learning to speak with kisses on cheeks. I've been trying to write for the past few hours, and it has come to my attention that the words flow when they come in riding on the waves of my emotions. Maybe that disqualifies me as a real writer. Maybe I'm just an oxytocin junkie, but whatever I am. I know I am that thing, and also helplessly in love. I used to be afraid that the volume of my feeling for you was proportionate to the absence of love for myself or dependence or any of the million negative other common side effects of thinking one is in love. But for some reason, like so many other things in this life, the notion simply passed People say you never remember the moment, the moment that you felt that you fall in love. But I remember the moment. It happened on January 31st, 2019, exactly one year ago. It was the day 27, it was the day we had 27 hours. We spent together the entire 27 hours on the coldest day of the year. You were playing guitar terribly, I might add. And that's coming from someone who vaguely remembers what an in-tune instrument sounds like, but I knew it was out of tune. So maybe not terrible, just out of tune. But you're so focused and so enamored with getting it right that you said you hadn't played 
in two years. And you said you hadn't played in two years. Yet here you were, ardently focused, and you just returned from five months, more than 5,000 miles away. And I felt like we were the same. But you were so focused, and I was looking at you, sitting across from me, and I remember thinking that I loved you for no other reason than who you are. I started seeing all of the people that were connected to you, your family, your mother, your siblings, your friends, your responsibilities, your desires towards them. It's not that we didn't have a connection before we did, but this was different. I saw you and all of the people you loved and you seemed small and I wanted everything for you and I wanted to be a part of you, whatever that meant. And I think that's how I still feel. Maybe that's what love feels like. Maybe that's what it is. That one day you're sitting across from someone and a part of you decides against or with your own volition that you'd like to be a part of someone, a part of their everything, maybe. That line of thinking really could just be another common side effect. Ta-da! So that's common side effects. I don't know. I really like the last part especially just because, like, even that Alicia Keys song, um, that's when I knew. <clears throat> I'll hit y'all with another karaoke right there. In the middle of a conversation, wasn't anything special you said. I was just there. That touch. It barely held my hand and I was overcome with feelings I didn't understand. Not in a million years did I think that you would be here. It's like my knees are all weak and my butterflies. They was dancing, taking all of my air. I'm getting the chorus calm down. In the moment on, it was very, 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 very clear. That's when I knew I fell in love. That's when I knew you were the one. That's when I knew you stole my heart away from me. That's when I knew that. Yeah. So basically, Alicia Keys also shares the same sentiment as me. We just need three more. And, you know, God says, any place where two or more agree. Um, Yeah. You get me? So let me know what you guys think. Do you think it's true? Um, Is it facts? Like, let me know what you think because I feel like that's just, I can't find evidence against it. Sure I will, but not at this moment. Yeah. Oh, okay, you guys. I feel like these sessions start so quickly and end even quicker. I love every moment of it. Um... Yeah, that's really all I have for you guys. As always, I hope you fall in love, sincerely, with yourself, with your life, with your week, and the magic between Sundays. Mwah. Besos, babies. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so, so much. Follow us on Instagram um, and let me know how your week is going, has gone, will go. What are you speaking into existence this week? 
etc. Have a brilliant week.